live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who are listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we are going to be inspired by our local poet. So stay tuned to this radio show for some enlightening thoughts for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, September the 3rd, and we are broadcasting our radio show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in wonderful, sunny, and very pleasant Shreveport, Louisiana. Hello, fall. That's Hello. what I have to say. It's not fall yet. It's, I know, it's but it feels summer. like it, and it's I love it. 71 degrees out there, very little humidity, but a cloud in the sky. It's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's awesome. Where did I remember that sound from? Uh, Mr. Rogers' Mr. Neighborhood. Mr. Rogers' yeah. Neighborhood. Yes, we're going to have a beautiful day. Everybody get out and enjoy. Breathe that fresh clean air in the area. And U.S. Be- Powerboat Nationals. That and, is. That going on, been- and the Hydro Flight Invitational. That's Hydro going on flight. on the Red that's, River this that's weekend. That's the yeah. thing that flies up. Yeah, that crazy. I haven't even seen it yet, but it's going to be awesome. I'm planning to go down there. Hopefully every, everybody else will take take the time to go down there, bring your kids and grandkids and the, down down to the Red River to watch that, as well as the college football season begins. LSU is going to be playing, I believe, at 2.30. And we do have ULL starting at 10 o'clock right here on that, Keel. So. Right here on Keel. Yep. That's right. And also, I, I heard there's an interesting uh, game that will take place on Sunday. That's University of Texas plays against uh, Notre Dame, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And that's a Sunday game, which is a little bit unusual having a Sunday game. So there's lots to do this weekend, but but listen up in a few minutes. We're going to talk about things happening next weekend here in the Shreveport and Bossier and surrounding area. Lots of things to do and see. And so don't, I don't want any complaints from out there from my radio listeners. There's nothing to do. Emma and the, I were talking about game. that on the way here this morning. Oh, There's yeah. so much to do and so much to think. Again, we welcome you and it's glad to be back here live here in the studio. It's been a while since I've been back here live. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here in the studio here on a wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning. Be sure to pick up the September issue, the best of times, at one of our 522 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy, remember, you can always go to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. We want to thank you for the many compliments about my weekly column called Senior Living in the Shreveport Times Saturday Edition. Wow, it's been amazing how many have told me how, how fabulous my articles have been and how, how much they have shared it with others, saved them with others, especially the 
the series of articles the past three weeks, not today, that I discussed the tragic loss of my home computer. After 12 years having my computer, yes, Angela, 12 years. Are, was, you, going, are you going to bury it in the backyard? I, have, I, I haven't decided what to do. <laughs> it's sitting there... Uh, but I, you know, I, it was, I did the three-part article, and I will tell you, I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people responding all over the world, uh, sympathetic about my trials and tribulations, <laughs> about my computer and trying to fix it, and then trying to find the new improved which computer to get. By the way, I do want to apologize to all you Apple people out there, because I had a 50-50 uh, comments about Pick Apple, pick a Mac, uh-huh. and then the others were saying pick a PC, which I had, and so I I, I had to do an, a, a very elaborate evaluation of my needs and not needs, and I ended up picking a PC, which was in the third article, a Dell PC. I'll give them credit. I tried to get something almost made in America. Uh, Dell is partly made in America, not entirely, but it was a difficult decision. Though I do want to apologize to all my Apple friends out there. I do have an Apple iPhone. I do have an <laughs> Apple iPad, but I did decide not to get the Mac this time. But uh, it was surprisingly, Angela, all the people that were, were like voting, mm-hmm. they said, you should have had a poll on your article. And, and, and tell us, you know. It's a good idea. But I did have so many com- comments, and uh, and some of them was uh, one of them, the best one was this person sent me an email and says it's it's a matter. This is a short cryptic email, Gary. Just pick an apple. Don't even think about anything else. And uh, I thought that was a very interesting, very short email. Pick an apple. That's it. Don't even think about anything else. But, uh, again. It's like they grow on trees or like something. Like they grow on trees. <laughs> it was a difficult decision. Today's article, of, it just got published in Saturday's Streetport Times, is where are the best places to retire in the United States of America? And if you're already retired and settled in the area, good for you, great, don't leave. However, you have probably heard from many people about relocating through another part of the United States. So this, I found an interesting study by my friends at Wallet Hub. It's W-A-L-L-E-T-H-U-B. I love them. They love are them. pretty remarkable. I've actually talked to their principals, and they're very great people. And they love me mentioning them in my articles and here on the radio show. And uh, they send me their studies all the time. So I discussed all a summary of their finding, and they had 31 criteria. And quickly, the overall, based upon their 31 criteria, based upon their analysts who analyzed all this criteria of 150 cities in the United States taken in consideration affordability, reasonable cost of living, numbers of activities to do for seniors, the best place to have quality of life in the area, having easy access to health care. And there were 31 detailed criteria indicators. The highest overall ranking of all these 150 places was number one, Orlando, Florida. Number two, oh, Tampa, no surprise there. Tampa, Florida. Number three, Scottsdale, Arizona. Number four, actually, Miami, Florida. Number five, which surprised me, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Number six was Las Vegas, Nevada. Number seven was Cape Coral, Florida. And number eight, surprisingly, was Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Florida gets, Florida gets all the good stuff. Oh, right? yes. But the nearby cities in the Arklatex did rank in the, in the matter of, uh, the 150 evaluation. And it's a very detailed report. You can go to their, uh, look at wallethub.com and it, the ranking is there. 
And also you can pick up the Shreveport Times today, and, and the listing is there. But our nearby cities was Shreveport, Louisiana, ranked out of 150 cities, 88. And That's so, not great. So we're right in the middle. We're 50-50. New Orleans ranked actually higher, surprisingly, 16. Baton Rouge ranked 30. Dallas, Texas ranked lower at 56. And Jackson, Mississippi ranked at 44. Uh, one thing I did find that this cri- the, the, uh, the criteria didn't consider um, where the retirees distant to family members or friends. So if you were caregiving with your your parents or grandparents or what, it didn't take into consideration that. So that might be a, a critical factor. Hope you find the article. It is in today's Saturday issue of the Shreveport Times. If you missed our radio show about Boomer Trivia Quiz, I am still getting uh, lots of people downloading this from our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. And you can take the quiz and let us know your results. Many people are, uh, are have found it quite interesting, and hopefully you will uh, do so as well. On Thursday, September the 8th at LSU S campus from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., there will be a croquet fun days to play, share, and learn about the sport of croquet. Croquet, uh, croquet equipment is provided to all attendees. Again, that's Thursday, September the 8th. Our friends at Centenary College, the Centenary Book Bazaar, sponsored by Centenary Muses, will take place again for the 30th year on Friday, September 9th and Saturday, September 10th. Over 80,000 items will be available for purchase. So make your plans to attend. Uh, you're going to find some great, in- great information. Yours truly will be there to volunteer again for the past, let me think, probably 10 years. Uh, I really enjoy helping people find those books that may be hidden, but there's going to be books, DVDs, tapes, paperbacks, VHS tapes, cassette tapes, if you remember what those are, puzzles, uh, and, and especially hardback books. So, again, be sure to bring you bring a lot of bags and boxes to help uh, you gather your items to take home for you and your loved ones. It's a fantastic event and it's a worthy cause. So hopefully you will be um, attending that next week next weekend uh, on Saturday, September the 10th and Friday, September the 9th. Stage Center's fifth anniversary main stage season concludes with Steel Magnolias. Performances are on Friday, September the 16th and 23rd, Saturday, September the 17th, Sunday, September the 18th, and Saturday, September the 24th. All performances are at the East Bank Theater in Bossier City. For tickets and information, do call 218-9978. That's 218-9978. Do you remember where you were when the when the attacks took place on New York City on September 11th? To observe the 15th anniversary on September 11, 2001, the, Strate- the Strategy Alternatives Consortium at LSU Report will hold a symposium. This will take place on September the 10th on the campus of LSU S from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So again, that's on on the date of September the 10th. Hopefully you, you can attend. It is open to the public and free on that particular day. For more information, do uh, contact them at um, sac at lsus.edu. Again, that's going to take place on Saturday, September the 10th on the campus of LSUS here in Shreveport from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
The largest nonprofit fair in North Louisiana will be held on Saturday, September the 10th, from noon to 3 p.m. under the Texas Street Bridge in downtown Shreveport. For more information, do call 221-0582. That's 221-0582. Compliments are the best of times in Sightport today. I have two sets of four admission tickets to give away to two loyal listeners who are the first ones to call into today's show at 320-5335. That's 320-5335 if you want to be considered to win two sets of four admission tickets to Sightport Discovery Center or an IMAX movie here in downtown Shreveport. Remember to visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listing announcements made during today's radio show, as well as other information about our activities, events, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Gary's got more of now. Back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thank those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is poet Emily Laurel to share her insight on writing of her new poetry collection book called Memories and Pleasures Now, also known as the infamous Miss Suzanne Pace. Welcome, Suzanne, here to the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you so much. So, what what got you into writing poetry? Um, I'm not real sure. I just think a lot and kind of think deep sometime and, and I would just write down things just for myself for, for years and 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 I thought well you know my family said you know that's pretty good you ought to get it published and I said yeah this is because I've been doing this since I was maybe 12 or you know just little things and um, so finally after 40 years I decided to get something published 40 years you must have <laughs> 4,000 poems there no, and recollections not really so many the first book uh not quite as many as the second book, but uh, it was compiled over 40 years, just different things that I'd written through the years. I'd just written scrap sheets of paper, and I'd pick up. And then I thought, well, I'll just type these up and, and see. And I was encouraged. And my family said, if you don't go ahead and try to do something now, we're going to do something after you die. So I didn't want them to do Aww. that. <laughs> you you got to be the positive thing. So so when did you, when did you get this um, remarkable talent of being a poet? Oh, I don't know. In the seventh grade, I got um, uh, I, we had to write creative writing. Had creative writing, and and uh, I got in the Quill and Scroll. So I guess the seventh grade was when you might say I, they somebody noticed me. My we, teachers. Well, you know, in, in in poetry, it takes some thought, right? It's not as it's not as easy as people think. I'm not a poet. Uh, I love write I love writing music, but sometimes. 
I write the music and then maybe I write the lyrics to the to the songs or the, 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 the I'm thinking of but but I know of people that write the lyrics first then then uh, the poetry and then place it to some musical in fact yeah I've done that with three of my poems I haven't uh, I don't know if they'll ever become songs or not but in my yeah. mind they're songs <laughs> but uh, it it for me it the thoughts just come and the what what takes thought is getting it to kind of stream along and, and getting things to rhyme with with your thoughts and everything but it, it just comes if it doesn't come i don't even try to write I, I probably couldn't write anything right now but this year that i wrote this memories and pleasures now i was just my mind was just going fast and i was just writing things down in a spiral notebook and um I thought, well, my goodness, I need to quit thinking or whatever, or get, or get this in a book or something. So, well, well, Suzanne, do you feel it's like a a form of therapy? It really is. It really is. And I'll sit back now and read some of my own things. I'm thinking, hmm, that's pretty good. I need to I need to think about that. And it it really is therapy for me. In fact, if things are bothering me, I'll write it down, and then they later may, may or may not become a poem. It depends on what I've said, of course, but. Um, it is therapy. Well, I will compliment you. I'm not a remarkable person at writing poetry and reading poetry, but I have read it. I've read your book, mm-hmm. and I found some of them very enlightening and they very touching. And they're not the uh, kind of, of of poetry that goes on for pages and pages, and you have to remember what was done like four pages ago. And they're they're, they're short and distinct, and they get to the point, right? Uh, that's what I've tried to. To do. And they reflect they reflect families, situations, uh, encounters, and other aspects. I mean, where do you get some of your ideas? That's why I felt yeah. some of them. Yeah, right. It's the things that I'm familiar with, and I tried to write a variety of things just so it wouldn't just get the same old thing. You know, people put it down after a while. Because and they're not the all thing. about Tom Pace, right? Oh, only two things are about him. Oh, and they're wow. usually pretty comical only if they're about two. him. That represents like 2% <laughs> of the book. Well, uh, you know, he's got he's got enough recognition. He doesn't need for uh-oh, me to. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. No, hey, that's that, but you do you do inspire your your children and your grandchildren in there as well, right? I I really feel strongly about them, so I decided I'd put that in words. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not a poet, uh, but I will I will will tell you that again. I think a a, a poet is a is a succinct writer. What I would say by that being, you, you, you. In these poems that I read, you impact a lot of information and a lot of thought with a few words. Oh well, that's good. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> and it is, is, you know, when people write short stories and long novels, they're imparting a lot of words to hopefully get the point. And sure. you're you're imparting. That in, 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 in a condensed form, I would uh, I would fathom it, but yeah. they're they're inspiring, they're very touching, Thank and you so uh, much. and again the name the name of the book and you and I've got, I've got to ask you this in a couple of seconds. It's memories and pleasures now, and why did you call it that now? Well, memories sometimes um, people read memories and it kind of becomes sad and everything, and I didn't want everything to just be you know just really nostalgic. I thought, well, you know, we need to think about the things that we have now and the pleasures. So I wanted to try to write about things that I like and uh, let them be pleasurable for the reader. 
and make them smile. But also, a couple of you make you, you're you're sad, but you bring back happiness. Correct? I tried to. Yes. And that, you know that's a critical thing. A poet has to has to have the feelings of their of their audience and their readers, and to grasp them and and to take them in. Okay, so you use a pen name called Emily Laurel. So, how did you come up with that name? Um. I've always liked the name Emily, uh, kind of from the Uh-oh. song. Oh, you've always liked that? <laughs> well, there's a song about Emily is my eyes, visualize uh-huh. a family. I see Emily now. And uh, back when I was in college, I, I liked that song. I thought that is so pretty, and uh, I just liked the name. And then Laurel, uh, there was um, a friend of mine. I didn't really know her that well, but she signed my yearbook in high school, mm-hmm. and her name was Laurel. And I thought that is a beautiful name. So I thought, why not just put them together and let that be me? Okay, well, that's an interesting uh, interesting aspect of how you came up with the pen name. And I have to ask you, why do, why do authors and why do poets occasionally use pen names? Well, for me, you can get lost in your poetry more if people don't know who you are. It's, some of my poems were pretty personal, and they didn't really need to know that was what I was thinking or it was about me. And I thought, well, I'll just name a name, and I was freer to write under a pen name. Well, you know, and, and that's the case. But again, but eventually, it's going to have the AKA, right? Oh yeah, I don't mind anybody knowing who I am if they think the poems are good. <laughs> that's great. I'll take credit. Well, I didn't find anyone. I read the book, and I will recommend it to my readers out there to pick it up. And they can go. By the way, you can order it from Amazon.com. You can go to the website at thebestoftimesnews.com. Go to our our store listing, and it will link you to Amazon to to purchase the book. It's a very right. succinct book. It has a lot of uh, interesting thoughts that I'm sure that you have collected and put down in in print form to for to last for ages and ages. Amen. Right. I hope so. I really <laughs> want, to, want to go down the history. That would be kind well, of good. Well, and, that, and that's a great <laughs> thing about writing um, is is uh, your husband and I have. I can't remember if he's written a book. Has he written a book? It's on the way. Guess what? Mine's on the way, too. I've been asked to write my book. And uh, several people. I mean, I write my column in... Uh and uh, on the Shreveport Times, and I, I can't have—I can't tell you how many people have said, "Why don't you collect all these and, and publish them?" You've written 128 different articles. You could have like a, a 90-page book right. read. And That's I said, all it takes. Yeah. "And I said, well, it's just like manana. It's like I'm going to keep procrastinating." And so, right. well. You know that—that's the case. That's a scenario. It's, it's a manana project. It's the time, and you know, I—I'm proud of you. Taking the time and effort to do this, and uh, this is one thing. But we all have a legacy for you and your kids and your grandkids and your great great grandkids. And you know, four thousand years from now, that book's going to still be well. digitally. <laughs> Put up somewhere. I'm not on, real um, sure about that, but it would be nice. Oh, seriously, and I know it will. I know it. Tom will make sure it will be. He'll uh, be around four thousand years. He probably will be. Yeah, he'll be one of the ancient. Oh, we gonna call us Egyptians back there. What would they call us back in four thousand? They may make a mummy out of him. I'm not sure what. Oh, make them. That's right. They'll mummify him. Yeah, they will. God, is that proud when your when your wife? That would be what? scary too. That would be very scary. But uh, you know. they'll they'll do a musical about that. The mummified Tom. No, oh, we, my goodness. this is not a show about Tom. This is a show about <laughs> about Suzanne. <laughs> So what what inspired you? How many years you've been writing poetry? The poetry is tough. I, I will tell you, I'm not a I'm, I'm not a poet. I, I read it. I don't read it often. I mean, I like poetry, but I'm not a 
fan mm-hmm. of poetry. I would not generally pick up a, a poetry book at a mm-hmm. bookstore or even at the Centenary Book Bazaar. So just, what inspired you into poetry? Um, well, the first one that I've really put, uh, it's, I've been writing off and on for about 40 years. Uh, my, uh, my first husband, I had a son uh, who was who died after he was three months old. And, you know, this is like you said, it's a comfort. I started writing a poem about him. And I, what inspires me is not really I don't know if I'm inspired, but I just get in a certain mood. And it just helps me to put things on paper. And I just rhyme. I don't know why, but I'll just start rhyming stuff. And um, Well, that, that's a technique. That's a, a learned uh, aspect. I mean, it's, it's, it's not as easy as people think. People... Uh, People say, well, I can write, I can write a poem, a poetry, a verse, whatever, you know, just at the clear. I said, not as necessary, not that, it's not that easy, right? Yeah, and sometimes mine don't come out. I had Tom, he was my, my, my critic, and, uh, I would run them past him, and sometimes they weren't really good, and he'd tell me, and so I would either rewrite it or just let it go. So, so again, he's, he's your, uh, bouncer, Tester. Most of the time. Now, sometimes we just don't agree, and I go ahead and write it anyway. But <laughs> uh, so again, how long have you been writing poetry? About forty years. Forty years, at least, maybe more. <laughs> there couldn't be all the forty years in your book, the memories. No, and pleasures and the memories from pleasures now was written over a period of a year in two thousand fourteen. Okay, just one year. And uh, so, before we go to break. Give us a quick poem here, a, a, a poem that you might feel that uh, might touch my listeners out there. Okay, well, there was one about my children. At the first book, uh, my daughter said, Mom, you didn't write anything about us. And so I was making sure that if I ever wrote another book, I'd put them in there. So uh, I'll read this. Go ahead. My children, you weren't the first, but you were the second, my amazing baby boy. You came at a time I needed you so. You filled me with such joy. Five years passed by so quickly, but you were my baby, my one and only, and you gave me strength throughout those days. My life would never be the same. God did repay. But alas, though your life, I wanted another. I can't see. I prayed and, and prayed like no other mother. I prayed and prayed for a baby girl. Years passed. God said no, but thought I would ask over and over again. I'd run out of words. My prayers knew no end. So finally, one morning, there came, much to my surprise, a light in that darkness where I'd cried my eyes. A baby was come to me. God heard my prayers. My boy was enough for me, but yet I did care, for that boy needed a sister. I knew from the start. When I thought it wasn't meant to be, it just broke my heart. But a sister, yes, a sister, was born August 11th. I've never in my life been so blessed. I hold her so close to my breast. My children, my children, five years apart. I'm old now. They're older, but so close to my heart. What do they think of me? I don't chance to know. But my love for them only continues to grow. Thank you. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Sunny Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 
Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by Abears, Stunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I thank you for listening to our show today and also thanking those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is a very special guest, is a renowned, I'm going to call you renowned poet in the area. Her name is, of course, Suzanne Pace, but her pen name in her book is Emily Laurel. And he is sharing with us her insight of the writing of her new poetry book collection called Memories and Pleasures Now. So thank you, Suzanne, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having me. So, you know, what inspired you to have these collection? What, what inspired you? And don't tell me it was Tom. Oh, no. No, no, no. It certainly wasn't him. Uh, the collection, this book, I don't know. I just got, I was starting about November of 2014. I just started, you know, I, I just counted my blessings and I thought of things. And I started writing down things that made me happy. And it just kind of, and then it was near Christmas and there were a lot of nice things about Christmas. So I said, well, I'll kind of take it through the year. And um, I just... I don't know what inspired me. I just sat down and started writing. And it, it was a way to relax, actually. And, oh, okay. That's, mm. that's the first time I've ever heard of a poet saying they wrote poetry to relax. Generally, it's stressful when somebody writes a book, a novel, but that's stressful. Well, that's if I wrote a book, it would probably be. But the poetry, it, it just helps me to really relax and think about what I want to think about. So I have to ask a poet. I'm not a poet here. I've written music, but I, every time I've written the music, I hand it to somebody who blends the the lyrics, which is poetry, into into the songs. I can right. ne- I can never do it. I, I can All never right. do it myself. No, that is doing it if you do music. But I do the music first, and then hand it to somebody. And I've done a few, and I've I found a few ladies in town that love wonderful. to do that. And uh, that's a talent. Very good. No, I don't do it as often as I should, but. Um, I've got. I'm just like your husband. I've got too many things going on at the same time. And uh, but again, I'm always amazed, and I I wanted to say that I'm I'm impressed when I hear a a poet like you and and come up with these ideas and put them down in print, and that they, I mean, yours really are succinct. I'm going to tell you that most of them, you know, are real easy to understand, comprehend, but. You bring up your own feelings and memories uh, in there when you when you read about about your children. I'm thinking about some of my children and the aspects and and uh, and, and dealing with the children uh, throughout the ages. So again, and one thing, let's just talk. Your book is quite positive. I, I read a, a few poems of other people, and there's some mostly so negative. <laughs> Well, I was feeling positive that year. I don't know. It was just a good year. And good year. I was happy. Hey. I was happy. Well, it's you know it's sad when you you hear all these melancholy songs and mm-hmm. out there that are so negative and depressive right. and you know I you, didn't want the readers to put the book down. I I, I wanted I wanted something that they could identify with, but that would make them feel good. Well, that's a, a feel good poetry book is important, and I think it's good for all of us. Let's emphasize the positive, decrease the negatives, right? That's that's true. Yeah. I mean, I some people say to me, why you know why 
why do you always emphasize positive? Why, you know, there's enough negatives out there in the oh, world. We hear why, that. Why, why do we need to, or whatever? You know. Yeah, why do we need to emphasize the negative things that are happening in the world, even in the architects area? I, I, I think of the good things, and and you know that's why we call ourselves the best of times radio hour. It's that's the best right. of time. That's it's right. not the worst of times. That could be another radio that station. That makes you want to pick it up and read it. You wouldn't want to read the worst of times. That's right. <laughs> and and uh, so I, we emphasize. Tina and I have always, since we've done this, wow. Now almost 16 years, uh, both our radio show and our magazine, uh, we try to emphasize the positive and really decrease the negatives and That's and, and That's great. make those in a. And likewise, I felt throughout your throughout the your, your poetry book here uh, is very positive and very upbeat and look and bringing back those positive memories of of, of your family and and uh, dealing with your children and of course your grandchildren. I know you you and Tom are a very uh, uh, proud of your grand, grandchildren. I've been keeping them all week, and I lost quite a bit of sleep last night. <laughs> oh, but hey, we we love that. We yes. love, we no, love being I wouldn't the, mind. the grandpa. I don't, and I know what they call you, yeah. being the grandpa and the grandma. Yeah, their nanu is me, and pop, pops is Tom. Pops. Well, he looks like a pops. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sure he spoils them like I do. I spoil my Well, great, actually, great. he's kind of the disciplinarian. I'm the spoiler. Right. I'm the good cop, really? he's the bad cop. But well, we're just the opposite in our family. My family, <laughs> my wife is the strict one. I'm, 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 I'm the anything you want, girls, you can have. <laughs> and they know oh, well, that. Well, yeah, both of us pretty much are, are really, you know, we, we're... We do what they want to do. And, and my kids uh, always caution me, Dad, don't spoil them. I oh, enjoy yeah. spoiling them. Oh, because yeah, then I hand them off to you. That's, that's, <laughs> grand, that's the grandparents. You know, that's what we've, we earned that. Oh, we, we definitely earned that. That, that, <laughs> that is definitely, we, we earned that. So, uh, again, what ins- we, told, we talked about inspiring. So, I want to know, what causes an individual to start a poem? I mean, what 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 is the mm. the premise well, of, you, of starting a poem and a topic? Oh. Do, you, do you see a do you see a flower? Do you see a car and drive by? Do, very do you true. see one of your grand grandsons that, doing something? It's true. Now, I have uh, in my other book, and maybe this one, uh, a tree that I liked out in the yard, and I saw it. When I think, oh, did you write a poem about that? It's been around since before I was even living. You, that's very true. Usually, it's something that I see or something that I hear of. And uh, and that will kind of click, you know. And so you do you take notes right then and there. You sometimes dictate? sometimes I'll write it down on just a little scratch of paper, and then when I get home, I'll I'll write it out and then type it out. Other times I just you know write it as I go, and you never know. <laughs> and and so do you sometimes get at that brick wall and say. Yes, and sometimes I have to wait the next morning to finish it. It just oh. won't come to me. So have there been some that you put in file 13? Well, oh, yes, there have been some. And the, But the, a lot of times when I hear I feel I hear that place that I can't keep writing, I'll go to Tom, and he'll help me. He has. Now, not very, sometimes I just don't even want him. I don't like what he puts down. But lots of times <laughs> he'll just really hit the nail on the head, and I'll put it down. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, you, that's your... Uh, you're, you're a critic, confidant, and feedback a, person, a right? Very big help. Yes, feedback person. Right. Well, you have to have a you have to have a a uh, reviewer, well, editor, he, whatever. He's there, so you might as but well. But you let him do uh, consultation editing, not final editing. Oh, right? very much, very oh, okay. much. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, 
you remind me of my wife. No. That's what she does as well. Consultation no, we, editing on my behalf. We have to do what we have to do. That's important. Yeah. I mean, we want you to. We want you to continue doing that. So. Again, your inspiration and your your previous book, I forgot about that. Uh, it was Pages of Water and Iron. And why was it called that? Um, well, once again, I, it was dealt with moods, and water to me symbolized peace. I don't know what water really means, but it, to me it symbolized it peace. When you look at a river or water, and then I, so I wanted to write some peaceful poems. Iron is strength, and I wanted to write about strength of character. So I just put them together. Mm. Well, uh, why don't you end this particular segment by reading one of your favorite poems? Okay, I will. I have one that I'm hoping that readers can identify with. And, uh, and let me read it. The Broken Path. As I travel through life, I have lived with my strife, but I've also lived with much gain. I've laughed and I cried. Joys have filled me with pride, but, oh, goodness, I've had the pain. As the journey passed on, and this life was my throne, I developed a pattern, you see. It became as it was. It was light. It was dark. But it always came out to be me. No, the path was so narrow, I didn't want it to be. For to pass through it, I couldn't abide. This path had a fork, and it twisted and turned, and in it I simply could hide. As I reached to the gate and looked back, I could see cracks and holes in the road. The path I had trod was made by my God, and in his hand I behold. Wow, that was great. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me as a special guest is a local poet, Miss Suzanne Pace, also known in her pen name as Emily Laurel, to share her insight about the writing of her new poetry collection book called Memories and Pleasures Now. Thank you, Suzanne, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you again so much. So tell our listeners this particular book is available at Amazon.com. And as I mentioned to her earlier, it is also available from our website to link to Amazon.com at thebestoftimesnews.com. So I've already put that there and a little review of the of the poetry book. And hopefully you'll get a lot of local uh, and area and international orders for your particular poetry book. It has inspired me. I will tell my listeners out there it was very touching. And I learned a little bit more about you and your family, by the way. You can, you can get the, get the insight. And that's why you were saying occasionally some people write with pen names so they don't know exactly who the person is, that's right? That's very true. And the family. Yes, that's true. But I tell us a little bit why our listeners should pick it up. Well, why they should pick it up is, is hopefully maybe they're just something they can identify with. Um, uh, it's also in Kindle, I'd like to say that, you know, because some people rather go to Kindle and, and they can read that. I, I'm not familiar with 
when you say something about online, it scares me half to death. Because <laughs> I'm not very, I didn't grow up in a computer world. I've had to learn, but. Well, neither, none of us have. <laughs> we had to learn from it. Our kids, but, uh, our kids and grandkids are still teaching us yeah. about it. But actually, that's how this was published. It was online, and I, I just heard about it from a friend. Uh, it's called createspace.com. And I just went to it on my computer, and it gave me phone numbers to call and everything. These people were so helpful. and They, they told me every little step, and they went through it. And, I mean, they told me to upload something. I didn't know what upload meant. And, and you've got to type things in a Word document. That scared me. But they, you know, they probably go, oh, this poor old soul. But anyway, they, they were with me, and they were very kind. You'd get maybe a different person each time you called. But they were with me, and uh, they told me every step to do, and I could have so, done it. So our yeah. listeners out there might want to write a novel or poetry or collection. Right. Uh, they could go to them. and They're called Create a Space? Cre- create, C-R-E-A-T-E, space, all one word, dot com. Okay, well, that's a good recommendation, too. I know a lot of people out there, I've been advocating, I know, I know that Tom knows this, I've been advocating people throughout the area to write down their family history, their family memories, their family stories before it's too late. And I've been lecturing to thousands of people out there at, and at churches and senior groups, and I think a lot of people are writing them down, but a lot of them aren't publishing it. Right. Maybe typing them at home on a Word document or transcribing or interviewing, mm-hmm. you know, Aunt Bessie or Uncle Bill or, or Grandpa Jones right. out there. But at least a lot of them are starting the process of collecting it, these stories. It takes courage to really say, okay, I'm going to do this, but you make up your mind. You want to stand for something later on and that's what i did and um you know i hope uh, the people that are talented like that will do that because it makes you feel good about yourself and and hopefully other people feel a bit a little bit better about you (laughs) and and suzanne don't you agree that it also brings shares those memories for future generations of of yourself your 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 grandchildren your great great grandchildren and from eons that it's going to be in a printed form that's maybe it's printed digitized whatever but you know people are going to are going to look at you know suzanne pace thousand years from now I said wow look that was my great 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 grandmother yeah, like emily dickinson she yeah. was you know she didn't even know she was going to be famous and she, true but um i hope that will happen if it doesn't okay it's all right but but if you but if you don't do that i was telling one individual just recently i met with him i said wow these are some remarkable stories i mean I meet with people, I know Tom does the same thing, we meet with people that have some important stories to tell, and you, you quiz them and you say, have you written this down for your grandchildren? And the gentleman said, no. I said, you were involved in one of the most historic situations in the world. Right. It was during the missile um, yeah. uh, missile crisis in 1960. He was arming the nuclear weapons. I oh. said, you have never told anybody and this? nobody else he, would know about it but him his kids and grandkids don't know this but he for some reason told me right. and i said you need to write this down write a story because you're going to be passing away and that's going to go with you yeah. and he said well i'm embarrassed about it. why would you be embarrassed i mean you uh, did your duty but right. luckily you didn't have to fulfill your duty in arming those nuclear weapons during the cuban missile crisis and the stories don't have to be long i i don't <laughs> tell you the truth i don't like to read I don't like to read, but this is just 84 pages. And, oh, yeah, it's and short and concise. I'll pick up something that's short. Maybe that's why I wanted to make it short. So, And, and again, I will I will compliment you. They're very touching, and, and they're quick. I mean, 
and comical in a sense. I mean, uh, you have some that's called the lunch hour, let's go. A few others that 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 are really short and succinct, but also get to the point. You say, hmm, that that brings back some of my own memories. And when I read some of those, it did. It did help. Uh, it did help. Uh, me and reflecting some of my past and some of my my dealing with family and friends throughout the area. So again, I I definitely uh, would recommend this to my leader, readers and listeners out there that you uh, pick up a copy of this book or download. If you got a Kindle, a lot of people have Kindles on both on their Kindle app on a Kindle, but also on their iPads and Android devices that they can download the uh, download the book very easily. Uh, mm-hmm. Do it all the time on mine. Uh, mm-hmm. But I still like the printed version. I don't know why a, a publisher here. I, <laughs> I love printed books, and that, I know that some of those young people, like Angela, uh, don't all like everything electronic. And, but more of us are still going to the hardback. And thankfully, they still like the best of times in printed form. Though That's we have, right. <laughs> though we have thousands of people that do download it, yeah. and, uh, we still, you know, the 20,000 are available and go out real fast. So we know that somebody's picking up the hard copy and uh, making use, making use of it. So what, what can you tell our listeners before we uh, close the show? Again, what was your, what's your inspiration about, about this particular poetry book? Well, just I think we've covered my inspiration is just that you know I want want it to be a pleasurable thing for people to read, and um, and hope they can identify with it. And uh, so it's uh, I wish them that they hope they like it. And well, it's not very expensive, set of low price. <laughs> it is very low price, so they can pick it up uh, again on Amazon.com. You can go to the Best of Times News.com. The book is called Memories and Pleasures Now by the pen name Emily Laura. On it again, it's available on Amazon.com as well as you can go to the website at BestofTimesNews.com, and it's there in the store, and you can download it and read all about it. And it has uh, pretty nice. Reviews about your particular poetry book. Thank you so much. Again, thank Mm -hmm. you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour, and I wish you the wish you the best best wishes for continued success and your successful new and probably upcoming poetry book, and probably another book about and helping Tom write his book and memoirs and collections. (laughs) He needs to do that. He needs to. He needs to do that. Yeah. Again, thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bear, Stunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for a radio show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Please thank our sponsors and advertisers who support our radio show and our magazine, The Best of Times. Don't forget to pick up your copy of The Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Keel. K-E-E-L. Shreveport Bossier.